Welcome back to the Rugby League Show live on Talksport 2. It's Mark Wilson in the studio, joined alongside the Rugby League Hall of Famer Gary Schofield, the editor of 4020 magazine Phil Kaplan, and Richard Shaw Wright is here as well. And I'm pleased to say we've got another huge guest joining us uh, live on uh, the Rugby League Show, and it is Justin Holbrook, the coach of St Helens. Uh, Justin, hope you've had a fantastic Christmas. Uh, best wishes for the new year. How are you doing? All right? Yeah, good. Thanks. Yeah, thanks very much. Uh, we had a nice Christmas here in uh, north of England for a change. It was really nice. And looking forward to the season to start, which is obviously not far away. What's it like training in the snow then, Justin? I'm picking it's the first time you've done that. It's a bit different, but uh, but it's been good, actually. Uh, it actually hasn't hasn't rained when we've been training too often. And obviously, it has rained a fair bit. But during our, our field sessions, we haven't had much rain, so... We've been lucky in that sense, and the bit of snow that we got a few weeks ago was great. My, my kids had a ball, we got the little toboggans out, so it's, uh, it's all been well. Good stuff. Uh, and preparing for the new season, uh, it's fair to say a lot of people are tipping St Helens to go very well. You came within an ace of the grand final. How would you assess your first, what's it, a year in charge? You weren't here a year, but how would you sell, uh, assess your first few months in charge? Oh, look, it was obviously... Um, you know, it was, it was really enjoyable, but also disappointing. Obviously, the way we lost our, our semi-final um, was was hard to take. I, I thought we were building quite nicely as, as the season went on, and obviously would have loved to, to have um, played the grand final, but it wasn't to be. And so, yeah, we've just got to crack on and, and try and be consistent this year is what we need to do from the start. And, and yeah, that's what Castleford did. That's why they were so far in front. I know they didn't win it in the end, but... Um, now, just to, to try and get that extra home game in the Super 8s, and then if you can finish top two and get a home semi-final, it, um, you know, it's just a huge advantage, even if it's just travel alone, you know. If you just play a couple of extra home games at your stadium, it's just a, a big bonus, and it's something that you've got to earn through through consistency, and, and that's what we've got to work on for this year. Yeah, hi, Justin. It's Gary Scoville here. You OK, mate? Hey, Gary. Yeah, good. Thanks, mate. Yeah, good, mate. Yeah, it's, I say Justin as well. I say when I look at the uh, the St. Helens side, you know, uh, and I say in the forwards, the mobility in the sides, you've got the pace in the backs on there, and, and I say, as I've mentioned uh, already, that I'm tipping you to finish top, and also to, I reckon that you could certainly do the double finish in the top, and depending on how the Challenge Cup goes there, do the treble as well, maybe, uh, with the grand final. But, uh, you know, for me, I think Danny Ritis is your, uh, your, your best player. I think the way that I've seen him with the organisation, he likes his players with plenty of confidence. He, he certainly likes to be in control from there. Danny Richardson, is he going to be, be the main halfback this year? Yeah, I'm not 100% sure yet, Gary. Thanks for all those. I appreciate you backing us, mate. It gives no. us a bit of extra confidence. Um, no pressure. No, no, Justin. Yeah, he's, no he's the jinx, Justin. He's a jinx, mate. He's a jinx. Noise, set of, Justin, set the noise for these guys. Set the noise for these guys, I can reassure you. That's why I'm the legend, mate, I'll tell you. <laughs> no, look, Danny, look, I do agree with most of the things. Like, he's such an exciting young player in our game, and and I've really enjoyed sort of bringing him on as, as the year went on last year. Um Look, is he the starting half? I'm not 100% sure yet. Um, and I know I chopped and changed the halves a little bit in the back half of the year. And and not in a negative way. I see it as sort of we've got two or three pushing for, for the same spot. And, and I think that's a luxury rather than a, a hindrance. And um, Look, I, I can't guarantee he will start in number seven. I, I also can see him playing number six, to be honest. I think... The, the pressure of him directing a team round at a young age, not that he got found out a couple of times, but it, it was a lot of pressure on, on young shoulders. And um, look, he is a confident young guy, but 
I think at some stages he, he could suit suit five eight as well, where he just sort of touches the ball once every set of six when he wants to, and rather than organising a team. But um, I still haven't finalised it. I know the season's finished, but while we've had a pre-season, it's been great for Danny. We haven't had our full complement of players, obviously, because of the World Cup. So uh, he's definitely in my plans because I think he's one of the you know the best young, exciting halves we've got in the game. So um, he, he'll definitely be in my plans. I'm just not sure whether he'll start at halfback. How how important was it for you to have Ben Barber over here to experience Super League before he has a full pre-season with you? Is he a man we should genuinely be looking at as being the superstar of the competition next year? Oh, look, without putting pressure on him, I think yes. I think um, it was very hard on him in the back half of the year. He came from rugby union, but he wasn't actually playing rugby union. Therefore, he wasn't playing any games. So I had to throw him in the deep end, and I felt a bit sorry for him in the back end of the year when... If we had more games, I would have brought him off the bench and played him 40 minutes and then 60 minutes and sort of build him up to 80 minutes. But because he only had four games to go, I had to sort of get him up to speed and play him 80 minutes um, straight away, which he got found out a few times because he was a bit rusty. Um, but having, having the preseason under his belt now, you know, we've all got some, some big hopes for him, as he's got of himself, and he's fitted in really nicely. And, um, yeah, hoping for him to have a big year. And you mentioned the World Cup as well. You, probably more than any other team except maybe Catalan, have, have produced more players for the World Cup, most of whom played incredibly well. Does that hamper you at the start of this season? Do you have to use them sparingly? Can you not have them in pre-season training as much as you'd like? Is that going to be something that you're going to need to overcome um, to, to produce your best at the right end of the season? Yeah, it's a good question. It's a difficult one. So I think... Um... From a selfish point of view, you'd love to have all your players there right from pre-season and get a good eight, ten weeks with them and you go, right, I'm really confident now. But from the player himself's point of view, I think the World Cup's great. A great experience. Um, not not just for England either. You know, We had Morgan Knowles ring Grace for Wales and and uh, obviously T.O. Fire for France. So, and obviously Luke Douglas' experience in Scotland. So we, we had some... You know, quite a few nations getting represented, and I think that experience in itself is great for their career. You know, whether they're starting out, as I said, as the 20-year-olds or Luke Douglas at the other end of his career, I just think it's good for players to to get out and experience different coaches and also different teammates. And and look, I've got to use that as, as a positive. Obviously, pre-season-wise, it, it hampers them. Yeah, I mean, we don't get them for long, and obviously how early our season starts, you know, our English guys really only join our, our squad full time from tomorrow we've had them in a few times but not on what everyone else has been doing so um, not ideal from the way you start the season but it shouldn't matter I mean the reason those guys played those games is because they're they're the best in, in their country so you know we, we see the Melbourne Storm guys deliver week in week out the whole year so it, it's no it shouldn't matter to us but I think it's great for the World Cup uh, great for the World Cup. It puts players on a big stage, Justin. People like Alex Warnsley and all of a sudden the NRL clubs are starting to uh, come <laughs> circling. Uh, this is going to be a big one for you, isn't it, if you can keep hold of him? Yeah, look, it will be. But but they were circling before the World Cup. Um, so it wasn't just from the World Cup. And look, you know, the great thing is we're, he's committed for this season, which is great. You know, a lot of players could have been tempted to try and leave early now that there's such a big dollar figure getting dangled in front of you. So, um, look, realistically, to keep him after this year, I wouldn't say no because we're going to do everything we can to keep him. But in the end, if if a player says, I definitely want to go and test myself in the NRL and, and the dollar difference, it, it will be hard to keep him.
Tell you what as well, Justin, when you look at your side, certainly with the spine of it, Barber at fullback, and then you've got Richardson, you've got Farge, and then also two, Matty Smith and Johnny Lomax to fit in there somewhere, but one thing for sure, mate, you certainly brought the best out of James Ruby, and for mine, he was the best player for England, and boy, oh boy, hasn't he got the smile back on his face, and I think that's credit to yourself, not only from a, from a point of view uh, being a coach, but also to my management, where you're letting Ruby play what he sees, and one thing for sure, he's back to his best. Oh, thanks for that. Yeah, look, I, I was a sort of big fan of him watching from afar over the years. Obviously, he's a really experienced guy. And then just before I come over, once I knew I had the job, I sort of fast-tracked myself and watched as many games as I could and thought, geez, we're not really utilising this guy as, as best we can. And so the first, you know, one of the first things I said to our team was, hey, we're going to start using him. Because I, I sort of thought he was the best number nine prior to arriving here, even though there's, there's some great number nines playing over here. But... Yeah, I think he showed that as the weeks went on. And then, as you said, a great World Cup. You know, we weren't even sure if he was going to play. Obviously, Hodgson's there, whether he was going to get used off the bench. And, and in the end, he plays that final. And you, know, you see, uh, after 80 minutes, Kevin Smith can only walk. And Robes could have played another game. <laughs> and I thought that was a, a great testament to the player that he is. And just a, a role model for the game. I've said a couple of times as, he, as the year went on. But just there's there's no dirtiness in the way he plays. He's as tough as anyone, but he's fit and fast. He's a gentleman. He just loves playing, and he's a, a type of guy who reminds me of all us when we were kids. Yeah, you'd try and play rugby seven days a week if you could, and if you ask Robes, do we do it? So he's... Um... Yeah, he's a great player, and I'm really pleased for him the way he finished the year and, and that World Cup. I thought um, he deserves it, and hope he's got a few more years to come. Good stuff. Uh, Justin, we thank you for your time. We can only apologise that Scoey's tipped you to win anything because everyone in the game knows that is the kiss of death, but we hope you can overcome that, and hopefully we'll speak to you again soon. Justin, thanks for your time. Oh, thanks very much, boys. There's a lot of great teams here, but hopefully we can do what Scowie says. I'll be cheering if we do. Don't Very let me good. down, mate. Don't let me down. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> Justin Holbrook, the uh, St. Helens boss, joined us live here on the Rugby League Show on Talk Sport 2.